0: to the Boost Hospitality Podcast. I am your host, Mark Simpson, and I am the founder of Boostly. We are the independent hospitality agency that is helping independent hospitality owners from all over the world, increase their bookings, cut down on cancellation rates, and more importantly, getting more time back in the day. Uh, If you are a hospitality owner and you are listening to this for the first time, thank you for joining me. Uh, Make sure that you go and join the Hospitality Community Facebook group. You can find it by searching for the Hospitality Community in Facebook. And if you want to sign up to a free guide on how you can boost your direct bookings in five simple steps. Go to boostly.co.uk forward slash email and boostly, as you should know by now, is B-O-O-S-T-L-Y. Okay, welcome to series three. We are going to kick things off with a very special interview with a good friend of mine called Callum Morgan. Now, the idea for season three is that I wanted to speak to people in the industry that are also helping hospitality owners just like myself. And I've got a really good season lined up for everybody. Uh, it's been a lot of fun recording it and chatting to them. The, um, the, the premises for this and the reason I wanted to do this is because four years ago when I was looking on the internet for people that were out there and helping hospitality owners, I found it really hard to find them. Since starting Boostly, ironically, um, and the reason why I started Boostly is because I found it really hard to find somebody that was helping guys and girls out there, I thought, well, I can do this. So I started up Boostly to, to do that. But ironically, since starting Boostly, I've discovered quite a nice network of other people in, in the hospitality world who are helping other hospitality owners, whether that's by virtual tour software, whether it's in the pub or restaurant industry, whether it's through guest relations and showing people how to uh, run a guest house. And I've got to know them really well. And I've, got, I've lined up a set of guests that all vary in different skills. And that was important to me. So today's guest is Callum Morgan. Callum Morgan um, has got a company called Morgan Brandon. He will introduce himself uh, in a couple of minutes, but he's grown up in the hospitality world as well. He's uh, he's only twenty six, and his parents and him have have owned a cottage in Wales for for a long time now, and they they were able to grow that from just being a um, a house, an empty house into a thriving hospitality rental business on the back of that. He then started up a company and now he started up a, another company, which is called Morgan branding. And he loves doing websites. He loves doing virtual tours. He loves doing branding. He's very, very good with his rates, which is going to be the theme of today's uh, episode. And he, you know, he's, he's a, he's a, he's a jack of all trades. I've got to know him over the last year. Now he's a, he's a really nice guy. His only downfall is that he's a Manchester United fan, but I'll I'll let him off with that one. Um, but I'm going to hand you over now to Callum, and he's just going to introduce himself.
1: Hi, Mark. So it's uh, Callum Morgan. Um, I own a company called Morgan Branding, which is a marketing agency, I suppose in in the in the true sense of the word. We uh, we concentrate well. We, we work across all sectors, but we we do have a specific focus on the the hospitality world. So I've had a um, self well, I say I've had my my parents have had a self-catering holder let for 10 years now uh April 2018 will be our 10-year anniversary we bought in the dreaded 2018 Little did we know what was going to sorry 2008 little did we know what was going to happen afterwards but actually it's been uh it's been pretty good going all the way through so we've we've had a whole host of different ways of of looking after that house um One of the main things we looked at first off, we worked with English Country Cossages or Ho Seasons Group because that was who my mum was working with on a few other houses. So my mum actually looked after four houses at the time when we bought ours of very similar size. So she had some background in the the industry and I kind of got massively involved with her looking at social media and stuff at that time and email marketing and, and bits and bobs in that world. But I was... I would have been sixteen, seventeen at that point. So I was going off to university and college and kind of flitted in and out at, at various points. But three and a half years ago when I finished university, I took it a lot more seriously. i pretty much taken the uh, the running on of that business from that point, um, from the marketing standpoint. And two years ago my mum got um well, she's she she's ill. I don't wanna exaggerate it too much, but she 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 wanted to take a um a back seat from the day-to-day running you know the phone and the guests the looking after the guests so instead of me just doing the marketing and try and get the booking through the door i took on everything so that gave me a really good insight into uh, the hospitality business what what people look at and obviously i looked at competitors other um listing websites so we were on english country cottages we work with uh, another website called kate and tom's obviously the sites cottages in in, in in our world um I know kind of more obviously meeting you Mark and, and looking at more stuff like booking.com and TripAdvisor. It's not something that we we use or have used. We we always look in, look in and out, but actually we're in the very lucky situation that we are. We are full. We get to kind of 46, 47 weekend bookings a year. Well, 46, 47 bookings of which most are weekend bookings. Um, and that's as much as we need slash want. So, it gives us an opportunity to go ourselves. And at the minute, actually what we're looking at doing is, uh, is increasing the pricing and trying to reduce down the amount of agents that we use and reduce down that, that commission. So uh, host seasons group, English country cottages, they charge 25%. Kate and Tom's charge 15%. And actually a lot of the guests we get out of Kate and Tom's are a lot better quality of guests. If that's a fair way to do it, we actually get a lot of issues with the English country cottages guests. Um, just, generic you know for some reason the type of people that book seem to be a lot more hard work
0: and
1: 99.9% of our guests you turn up you give them the key you don't hear from them again apart from on Monday to say we've had a fantastic weekend Uh, we'd love to come back again or can we book again and that's the type of guests that we want it's uh, no hassle not the ones that ring you on a Saturday night saying that the house is too cold the heating's not working or whatever and you know it's something that they've done wrong so that was kind of my background in um the hospitality world and, and what made me uh, eventually start with my own own company called uh, morgan branding so i was looking at what other houses were doing and, and was quite staggered really you know and we're seeing other owners that were in a very similar situation to my mum. uh so i'm 60, she she's a big facebook user and social media user and wants to do stuff but doesn't necessarily know how uh, wants to have more bookings, wants the place to be busier, um, wants things to run more efficiently, but doesn't necessarily know the tools uh, available. So it, then it crossed my mind in, when you're in work and you're dealing with other people, you've got lots of other ideas flowing. You might work with, with other companies um, in a working environment, or you might have different teams if you work at a big company. But when you are running yourself, and Holiday Light, like, or A lot of hospitality businesses, it's quite lonely and you're on your own a lot of the time. You're working on your own. You won't have a team because you can't afford a team um, because the, the, the margins are quite low. So often it's it's you trying stuff and trial and error. And I often found when I was um, in my other job, we'd go out to other companies and somebody would then mention MailChimp or Hootsuite or these little tools that people use that I had absolutely no idea about and until somebody opens that door to you, you you don't realize the way you're doing things is really inefficient and uh, you can do a lot more in a lot less time so i was opening these things up to to, to my mum and teaching about that and she was she she loved it basically and i was like wow there's going to be other owners out there that might need that bit of a guiding hand maybe they've got a really old-fashioned website that they built 10 15 years ago or even five years ago but on on the cheap or maybe they've tried to build their own website but because they maybe don't have the technical skills. Of, I'm 26, so I've grown up in this world of working with websites. It's, it's quite easy. If I, well, it's not quite easy. I suppose it's giving myself a little bit of disjustice, but I can sit there for a week can watch youtube videos pick stuff up and, and dive in whereas that's less likely to happen for somebody who's maybe 50 60 70 and, and coming into this this world quite new which is what a lot of the owners are because not a lot of 26 year old can own a house never mind a, a second house to uh, to rent out so our target audience is that kind of 50 60 70 year old person that's owned a self-care like that want to do more want to um, get more bookings pay less in commission and just make things a little bit more efficient so we really went after that. I always use my mum as a case study and, and run things by her, whether whether she would be, uh, whether she would take to it. And we've, we've just had a, a, a good chunk of success doing that, do you know, tidying up websites, you'd be amazed at how many self let's say don't even have a website. So they rely on somebody like a Sykes cottages, and Sykes do all their bookings. They take the 25% and I'm like, well, just, if you invested one year's of that commission, into setting up your own website, a big marketing campaign, you'd probably find that you could even bin off sites after one year, do you know? So it's just getting people out of their comfort zone, um, doing a bit more themselves. Obviously, there's a lot of owners in this world that don't want to do anything themselves. They just want to hand over the issue to um, another company. They want the money to come in the bank and, and that's it and that's fine. And they're not the type of people that we go after. It's uh, the people that maybe are trying but not not succeed, and They want to come up with some new ideas. Uh, So one of the things that we got into earlier this year was uh, 360 tours. So my other business from from my dad um, that I was working for were commercial estate agents. And we'd started to see more of this kind of virtual reality tech coming in. Um, We had some companies doing our CGI impressions of how an office space would look before you moved in because it can be quite difficult in some buildings to visualize space so if you imagine in the office world how many desks can you get in a certain space it's quite a hard thing to see when you see an open space people struggle when they do it in a house it's even harder i think in in an office environment so i was starting to see this tech coming in and was like wow that could be used for uh, the whole world so we get people asking to see our house before they want to know what disabled access is like they want to know what the rooms look like they want to know which rooms are one suite and when i started to see this implemented in our world i could see there was huge crossovers that it, it, it's fantastic for me as an owner now we've got this 3d tour of our house to just go there you go that's how it looks like and that is how it looks like it's not pictures that have been you know I don't know about other holiday owners if you listen to this, but you might have had a whole day sometimes when you're taking pictures of your house. You're moving props around, you're making sure the lighting's right. This kind of 360 tour gives you, it is what it is. Now, the guests know that as well. So when they arrive, they know it is going to look like that. Obviously, it will be extra immaculate and you'll have made sure it's it's absolutely picture perfect before you do the tour but as a tool to give that to your guests it's fantastic we've also found uh, that we gave the guests the guided tour before they arrived at the house we, we meet and greet every one of our guests and we've been able to do away with that guided tour which actually saves me money on the, on the housekeeper because it's less time when she's going around the house she can just go in show them how the heating works and they've already seen the house online. So we found it as a fantastic tool, not just for marketing, but for once we get the guests in, helping them ask questions. So they might be asking about specific rooms, whether it would suit their mum and dad, say, they might have disabled issues or kind of how close the room is to another room, they're going to put kids in one room and the parents in another room. So it, we found not just on the marketing standpoint, but the after after they've booked, helping them plan how they're going to do this day, it's been, it's been brilliant for us.
0: So in our chat, I uh, went on to ask Callum this question. Why should a hospitality owner be investing in virtual tour software for 2018-19 and and moving forward? This is what he had to say.
1: It sounds like a, a weird negative, I would say, but a lot of people think that it will look worse than it is. So it might put off people who would have booked but then see it and go. Actually, I don't like that. Now that can have a, a a twofold attack. That either your space isn't good enough, and you need to look at upgrading your rooms, and that will actually help your you know, B and B or whatever it is to so actually make it look better. If it does look, you know, if it doesn't look up to up to standard, because that's going to help everything anyway.
0: And the final question that I asked Callum, and this is going to be the same question that I ask all of my guests this season, is this. What is the one bit of advice that you could pass on to any hospitality owner that they could use to boost their bookings right now? Callum was a little bit cheeky. He gave me two. So I'll let Callum explain what that would be.
1: The one for me would be review your pricing. So when I got involved in the house with my mum we'd always pretty much relied on um, post-season's English country cottages to set our pricing and when I started looking at other agents I started to get, basically I let them go blind and go you tell me what I should charge for these weeks and we started to see some discrepancies and then when I looked back in our past bookings these were discrepancies that had gone way back where English country cottages had priced one week or something and actually that week had always booked miles in advance and we hadn't spotted it. So review your pricing, come up with what you feel right, and then take advice off other, you know, if you are using agents that are going to help you, look what they're charging as well. If it's in a kind of a hospitality or a BnB and b environment, look what other places are um, But charging, try different things. You know, try upping your prices by a fiver or lowering your prices by a fiver in different rooms at different times of the year. and experiment and play around and monitor what's going along. Because we've basically found that, I mean, ours are kind of obviously bigger bookings and less bookings, so it it can have more effect. But we could have, we can change two, three hundred quid on some weeks. And if we do that over two or three weeks and get, say, 900 quid in, that might be the same profit margin as we get on one weekend booking. So just by upping the price a little bit, we actually could take one less booking. Um, So as a and b owner, you're taking way, you know, way more bookings. If you've got, say, 10 rooms over the space of a year, if you manage to increase each of them prices by two quid, say, that can... Amount to a, a lot of money, and I was surprised how little time my mum spent on pricing. Um, my mum's a mathematician as well, and was a math teacher, so you'd think it'd be something that she'd have a lot of interest in, but we just didn't. And I look back on that now and go, that's probably cost us thousands and thousands of pounds. The little amount of time we spent on pricing. So that would be my, my first thing. The other one would be is trying to get more direct bookings. So if you're somebody that doesn't take any um direct bookings at least try you know come up with a way if you're a self-catering holiday owner some of the places like sites will say oh you only have four um owner booking weeks a year this is not true push back on them and say you're not going to list with sites or not going to list with host seasons group unless they give you unlimited owner bookings and they will they'll they'll give you the unlimited so you have free reign so push back and take more owner bookings, try and reduce that commission that you're paying because you'll find you have to take a lot less bookings to make the same amount of money. And also, when you deal with a customer from point one to them staying in your house, we just find we have so many less issues come through. You know, sometimes we get... um, agent booking stressing about access because the agents might not have given them as much information you know a lot more about your house so when they're asking about restaurants what to do in the local area you'll be able to answer them questions a lot better than an agent which is one customer service advisor sat looking at hundreds of thousands of properties so i would say push more direct bookings i'm always i'm always shocked you know across a lot of sectors so i say my dad's business is is commercial property on the 360 tours we've been dealing with a lot of residential estate agents, and we and they rely so heavily on Rightmove. And I always go, well, what happens if Rightmove up their prices by 10% and you don't have your own website and you're not trying to get people to come direct to you? What do you do? And I see the same happening in the hospitality world. We rely on booking.coms of this world, and people aren't pushing their own Facebook pages or their own websites enough just in case something, you know, booking.com change the way they operate will kill your business. So I think it's so important.
0: Okay. And that was my interview with Callum Morgan of Morgan Brandon. If you want to go find out more about what Callum does, uh, MorganBrandon.co.uk. spelled M-O-R-G-A-N-B-R-A-N-D-I-N-G.co.uk. Go say hi to Callum, send him an email or get in touch with him on Facebook. It's Callum Morgan on the Facebook. That was the end of episode one. I really enjoyed that. Right now, you can go and download episode two, which is going to be another great episode. And please, before you do leave, if you could go on to iTunes and leave a review. Um, If you leave me a five-star review, I'll send you all the virtual hugs. Uh, I want to get this podcast seen and listened by as many people as possible. So if you could... Send a link to a friend, uh, post it on on Facebook. Let people know that there is a hospitality podcast. Short, sharp, sweet episodes that you can listen to when changing the beds or making breakfast in the morning. If you haven't watched, or sorry, have you haven't listened to any of Series 1 or 2, you can do so right now by going on to iTunes. The first season was all about five little tips that you can do to boost your bookings. And the second season was all about the buying process. My name has been Mark Simpson. You can find me on Twitter. It's at Boosley UK, Instagram at Boosley UK. The best place if you want to send me a message, come and find me on Facebook, facebook facebook.com forward slash Mr. Mark Simpson. All right, I will see you for episode two.